This is Jason Wygant. You're not listening to Podcast Podcast. This is like at least third or fourth best Moto X Pod show. Mathis, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show, bro. Episode 188 of the Moto X Pod Show. I'm Dark Side. Scotty T in the house. What's up, man? What's uh What's happening? Not much. I just noticed that intro cut off. It's a little different. I don't know. With the new board and the new software, something sounded a little funny with that. I may have to adjust that. But we're back. Excited to be back in the sh- uh, another episode of the show. Cool lineup tonight. We got Joe Shimoda, Pro Circuits Joe Shimoda coming on. Sushi. Yeah, I'm going to ask about that. Um and uh, Phoenix Honda's Josh Osby is coming on, and hopefully we'll have some time at the end of the show. Uh, TJ may come on, and we'll do a blood lubricants cross running segment. Uh, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. Of course, our title sponsor, Cherubies USA, which for decades has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. Cherubies has what you need. Visit cherubiesusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440. And let Brian and Talon take care of you. Let them know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. And if you are in Pulp Fantasy and have joined our Moto X Pod Show League, the winner is going to get a full, complete set of Moto of Acherby's plastic. Thanks to Brian over there at Acherby's. Also, X Brand Goggles on board. Uh, the new Lucid is in. Well, it's out of stock, but it's supposed to be in any day now. The new, the new uh, second arrivals. I'll be getting some of those, so look for those soon. Also, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID, and our newest sponsor, R Jerky. The Wageman's Family Motocross Roots Run Deep. R Jer- Jerky is a private label jerky established to help support the brothers' racing dreams. Made fresh, it makes a great quality snack no matter the occasion. With teriyaki, sweet and spicy, western, black pepper, pepper, I said pepper, black pepper, sizzling hot, and the popular seven deuce deuce black pepper beef brisket. There's a ton of options to choose from. So visit eatourjerky.com and use promo code MOTOXPODSHOW21. Had a bunch of people reach out, tell me they've already used it. I got a little care package in the mail. Um... Had never tried the Western. You guys are on YouTube. You can see that. Ate that entire bag last night while listening to Pulp. (laughs) Except for this one teeny tiny piece, if you would like it, Scotty. Oh, yeah. Western? Western. Yeah, yeah. I like it, uh, but I do like the Sizzling Hot and the Seven Deuce Deuce the best still. 
But uh, yeah, that's good. That's good jerky, dude. It is good that's, jerky. That's not just like oh, it's a, it's cool because it's moto. Yeah, this ain't your store bought no, jerky. This it, is good that's stuff. Good, that's good quality. And jerky. we're gonna give away a package tonight of the sweet and spicy or the sizzling hot. And we'll probably do that after Joe Shimoda. So you guys, if you're on YouTube, that's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna give that away. Um, got some just some housekeeping, I guess, to take care of real quick. So we have a Bogle jersey to give away. Which that that contest, if you remember, Scotty was um, people had to email the if they'd won a billion dollars, who their team would be, if they wanted to start their own race team, right? Right. So we're gonna get to that. Oh, excuse me, that jerky. Uh, I need a drink here. I'll drink a little bit of my my new Arma. You're just you're plugging Dude, it up, man. Yeah. Well, we're not sponsored by Arma, but I mean, I figured I'd give it a try, and yeah, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. So apologize for this. Terrible intro. But um, anyway, uh, the I'm trying to look at my notes here. What else we got? Okay, so we got the giveaway, the Bogle jersey. We got one more week on the Fly Spark, Spark Down jacket. Just uh, hit me up with email. I wanted people to tell me what my favorite jerky flavor was. And uh, I got a bunch of responses, and I kind of realized that I don't think I ever actually said which one was my actual favorite. Okay. There's two in particular that I really, really like. So, and it's been about 50-50. So, yeah, anyway, keep, uh, if you guys just keep sending those emails, we'll pick a winner. Uh, but I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, the, hold on here. I'm, what? My notes are really messed up. Anyway, all right, let's get to, let's get to. Uh, all right, so back to the show. Yeah, that we're back doing to the here. show. I'm looking, I, I didn't do a good job on <laughs> my notes. Indy 3, man. Um, a lot went down. Kenny, three in a row in Indy. We have the Vince Freeze uh, situation throughout the night, right, with uh, numerous different thing, different guys, mainly taking out Barsha I mean, and the, then Eli at the end. But let's let's get to Kenny, man. Kenny, do you ha- – like, I don't see him slacking off. I, I think Kenny is in it for the long haul now. I, so, Houston and Indy have both – that kind of dirt has always kind of been good for him. I, never, I wasn't thinking about that. But he always has done good in Indy. Indy was that, he and in his first rookie season, Indy was a good race for him. Yeah, and and since then they, he just seems to have excelled there. So in the ruddy conditions like that, I think he gets a start, which is gonna if he keeps getting starts, then there's nobody gonna stop him. Yeah, he's been but on it. It was kind of you just run your pace, hit your lines, and I think once you get to a more once you start getting into the the Florida and that's the the sandy, and then the, just the the flat out speed. I think you're going to start seeing Tomac. They were kind of talking about this last night a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, they Tomac's were. Tomac's going to start. Sure. Kellen, it, it Kellen definitely up, had the, that thought. Yeah. yeah, it sets up for a good season. And I, and I, I think Cooper's right where he wants to be too. Yeah, I, and as oof, I'm, he, he I'm had a couple a, chances. I feel there. for Barsha because he, he started hot. He kind of did what we thought he was going to do, and then all of a sudden he was picking momentum. He was, well, he was running second when he went down. When the when 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 he hit Freezy, he was running second no, or third. Third. Had, Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. was in third. Yeah, because yeah. Webb was in second. Yes, he third. was in third, Cooper's. and then like, and all of a sudden he, that goes to a nineteenth. I mean, that was a third right. in, the, in the books, and that kind of ruined a season. Ruined a season. Yeah, yeah. And so I, that was the biggest bummer because I was excited to see Barsha doing good. He looked that gas gas looked good, and it kind of sucks that he's not a part of that championship talk anymore because in one lap, in like one one oh, yeah. section, just change everything. It's not. I mean, that that's not putting any hate on Freezy. I mean, he's racing. For those bonuses and stuff. Yeah. But it just happened. It was, it you just know, happened. I don't want to 
talk about it a ton because Mathis and them have already really talked about yeah. it a lot. But I don't know, man. I feel like he was in the race line, and he kind of said last night, uh, you know, he didn't – he didn't want, he didn't think Barsha had room to squeeze it in there. And that, that section you kind of just had to get through. But like, I feel like he could have definitely stayed more to the right. I, I, he, yeah. he could have very easily, if he, you know, they're there, you know, they're coming, you got the blue flags. I, I definitely think he's 90% of the, the blame. Yeah. I mean, yes, Barsha probably should have been looking ahead and see and say, hey, this could happen. I mean, but he had Tomac all over him. Like, he, they were. Yeah. They were battling. That's true. I mean, you don't really know where his headspace was at, but... And, well, I mean, you know, there's the old saying, chiz is going to chiz. Well, freeze is going to freeze, and, and that's it's kind of... Oh, I mean, man. Yeah. He's, or, I mean, he's doing his thing. He's in there, but, I mean, that, that yeah, he should have... What they what he was saying on Pope last night is, what, like, he, that gap wasn't there. Like, there was a gap, and then all of a sudden it was gone, and then maybe he didn't realize yeah, that Yeah, like five bike back. lengths, I think, is what so Kellen was saying. If that, he yeah. did make a mistake, then he should have just gone ahead and rolled out and right. let go. So maybe that was... I just, man, I just feel like... I know that when I'm a lapper, which I guess I haven't been in a race in a long time where I've been lapped by any means, but if somebody's coming up behind me in a faster class or whatever, like, I, I know they're there, and I just stay out of the way. Like, I'm not going to be in the main race line. Yeah. Generally, I don't know. I, I feel like, kind of like JT did, he, he should have known better. And you do have to go back and look at that. There's so many cases of this, right? So many yeah. things that he's been involved with where there's smoke, there's fire, as they say. Um, he quacks he, like a duck, walls like yeah, a duck, he, speaks like a duck. He, it's a he's duck. taking some of the blame, dude. He has to, which, I mean, I think he even took some of it. You know, he tried to say that, like, he didn't realize he was there. And, he you know, he, he tried to play it down a little bit, but... He's a big, big part of the blame. Yeah, it's it's uh, just blue- fresh. I think the biggest thing is that, like you said, like he's a part of the blame. He's the biggest part of the blame. But the frustrating thing is, is that we just, like I said, we lost a contender. So I yeah. think I think that is what spurts everybody's anger and kind of that's why he's getting a lot of that heat is because they're just bummed because that wasn't a guy that they've been wanting to see in the championship fight. And he was in there. He was doing his thing. He passed Tomac, and then it was just frustrating to see him get a 19th out of that. Absolutely. But I'm pretty stoked on Cooper, man. I mean, Cooper, I picked him to win. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get off that just yet. Like it's still there. He's going to have to get some wins, but like he's building, he needs to get better starts, but he's so fucking fast. Sorry about the language. (laughs) I apologize. Um, He's so fast at the end of the race and like another lap or two, he may have had, Probably one more lap, he he would have had Kenny because he was coming. He, yeah, he was he coming was, again. Yeah, he was definitely the predator in that that incident incidents and I, like that's gonna. That's if, more Kenny, if Kenny keeps getting starts, yeah, if he keeps getting out front, obviously it's gonna be very difficult to track him down. But it's Cooper's right there multiple times. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, at some point, and like you said, the tracks change and you know the dirt changes. Maybe we do see Kenny slacking off some, but I don't think he's going to slack off any. I just think Cooper and Eli are going to get better, and then we're going to yeah we're going to have yeah, a hell those of a show. Are, those are the guys, though. Yeah. What about our two fifties, man? Two fifty East. My boy Moe's down, broken hand. He's yeah. out. Just one after the other. Like who's? Ne- I mean, Colt. Well, Colt I, I me think it's fantasy. kind of I think it's kind of cool because because now we're talking to a guy like Josh Osby tonight. Yeah. Who I'd heard his name a couple of times. I didn't even realize what he was doing and then all of a sudden you look and he's about he's about to be top five in points so it's kind of cool to see some of those guys get a chance sure yeah and, i mean know, it's good for them it's good yeah. i think it's good for the 
the teams that are putting in, because you know they don't get a lot of the money or the love or the or exposure, or the exposure. Anything, yeah. But those privateer sure. guys, that I mean, they, that's what keeps the industry going. You have to have those guys. Mm-hmm. So to see them kind of get a reward and to get a little more limelight, you see guys like Oldenburg battling in top fives. That, that, that's cool too. I the the top guys are still going to have their battles. Colt Nichols went down and he watched him come back. That was cool. Um, Craig and, J- and Shimoda, and then and I know Hunter's still kind of hanging. I'm not Jet is still kind of hanging around in there. So that's cool to see. But I I do like seeing the privateer guys getting a chance. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, I like to see them get a little more TV time. Um, like hell, we didn't they, we didn't see Christian hardly at all, who led the race. We we saw some battles in the back, mainly with Jet and Joe and some of those other guys. But yeah, I, I think it's cool. I mean, you know, we, we have. I just I just looked back and we have some. A lot of Vince Freezy comments. In, uh, oh, yeah. We have uh, Vince Freezy should be tested for colorblindness. <laughs> uh, you know the fast guys are coming. And yeah. it says, someone said uh, he, he doesn't take responsibility for his actions. He did the same thing with Pike and then wondered why he was getting decked. Right. True. There's some truth yeah. there, man. I mean, and, and Barsha sometimes the same way. He, Barsha always says, oh, it's all good. Yeah, it was it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the people on YouTube right now, if there's any females on there, and they want the jerky. They 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 get first pick. Any ladies? If no ladies respond, we'll come up with something else after Joe Shimoda. But hey, something else I got. A couple of weeks ago, while when we did the um, the taste test thing with that nasty stuff, what is that crap called that we tried? The uh, <laughs> the Vegemite. Yeah, the Vegemite. Our boys over at Moto Limited Show said they were going to send us a care package, and it came in. What is it? Well, let's open it and look. I mean, okay. I know this sucks for you guys that aren't watching on YouTube, but hang on. So we we got a, a nice little box here from Australia. I've already actually pre-opened it, but oh, Tim Tams, Tim freaking Tams. I appreciate that. That's gonna fit in my refrigerator just so fine. I'm, I'm actually. I've heard everybody talk about these. I've never actually tried one. So well, you're still not getting trying any. These are for you, me. The whole case. You're yes. not gonna let me try one package. Why would I do that? I don't know. This isn't Barney. I, I thought sharing isn't caring. You gave, you gave away your hair. You can't give away a bag of Tim Tams. <clears throat> I did give away some hair, didn't I? <laughs> so, all right, yeah, we'll get this thing opened up. I'll give you got you some, and maybe TJ gets some. Maybe. Um, what else you got? Anything um, you got anything to talk about before we we get into our first guest here in about fifteen minutes? Um, no, I <laughs> I just think that I mean I guess we can talk a little bit about uh, East Coast. Those guys are coming yeah, hope, up. You mean West Coast? Well, is it okay? I'm, yeah, we're in East right now. Okay, yeah, they, so we got, it's the guys that normally do West Coast are riding. It confused me. It's okay. super. It seems like your mic keeps cutting out. Does it? Yeah, I don't think Maybe you're right upon it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's gonna. Well, man, we got. Hopefully, that's gonna be a little more exciting than what we've seen so far. Not that look. There's been some good racing. It started off Coast. exciting. And there's still some decent racing here and there. We're not seeing a lot of it because maybe the cameras aren't on the, the guys in the back. But, yeah, what are you expecting out of the West? Um, like, so who's 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 our guys? Uh, well, Jeremy Martin, I think it's both time. Both the Martin brothers. Yeah, it's time. It's time that he's he's that guy. Um, who's the – and then uh, it's also Hunter Lawrence needs to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then who's, who's our other guys that are that were in there? Got McAdoo. McAdoo is somebody I'm looking for, uh, for a lot. I think of. he's kind of a dark horse because he's on that. He's not on a. He's on a privateer team now, but I think he's. Yeah. I think he does good. Good. What about Marshbanks? Is what is it? 
Am I thinking? Is that who I'm thinking of? Is March Banks? Oh, or? maybe yeah. He's on the Club MX. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That's that's my dark horse. Yeah, McAdoo is still pro circuit. Pro circuit. Okay, yeah. that's right. Whackers. Whackers. Oh, and Justin Cooper. I don't know. I, th- I think Justin's kind of he got injured though. So what? Was I don't know how, what, how he is. It kind of honestly, it's a lot like this coast was to start off with. Yeah, and just hopefully they all stay healthy. Some questions, and we've got like Pierce Brown. Um. Yeah, my, my yeah, a few other guys, but I the, I think the Martin brothers, and, well, I think Jordan Smith, yeah. but like I think the Martin brothers and Justin Cooper, obviously if he's fully healthy, and McAdoo are going to be some of the the guys that are really going to be doing the battling. Yeah, I I agree, <laughs> I, and I'm excited to see what they they do with the uh, the Orlando track's going to be cool, and then I'm yeah. looking forward to the. Uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta, the the Motor Speedway race because that's that and Daytona's coming. I up. saw the track map for that, and it looks like how that uh, <laughs> Charlotte race did back in yeah. like the nineties, and that was so cool. Like they just right. they're just like quadding for like a hundred yeah, just yeah. big rhythm sections. I, I I hope that they do that justice because that was one of the coolest things I remember seeing out of the nineties was those old Charlotte races. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. All right, well let's take a uh, commercial break, and we'll get ready for Joe Shimoda. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entercamp. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then if you're looking for top quality hard parts you need to visit torque one racing torque one racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the moto x pod show find the flow with torque one racing handlebars levers shifters brake pedals and grips torque one racing is the title sponsor of the moto x pod show so support those who support us visit torqueoneracing.com and order your defy lock on grips today Welcome back. We are on the on with our next guest. He is brought to you by Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second remo- removable fork seal protector. No one likes it replacing leaky fork seals. So ask your local dealer and go to burnmotorsports.com and follow them on Instagram. Tonight, Shock Socks brings us from Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Mr. Joe Shimoda. What's up, dude? 
Hi, how are you? Doing really good, man. I, I'll be honest, man. I'm really excited that you came on the show. Uh, yeah. Last year, you know, we were kind of hearing that Joe's not super comfortable doing interviews yet. You were still working on your English. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, hearing you in the press conferences, you've got it down, dude. You're, you you figured it out. You're, you're killing it. Yeah, each year just coming a little, little bit better and better. My English is getting uh, smoother and smoother. So, yeah, it's – Yeah, I now, yeah. Oh, uh, you can uh, go. I said, do you get? Do you still get a little nervous speaking uh, English, or are you pretty comfortable at this point? Comfortable, uh, not like hundred percent, but I have to kind of think about it for a little bit. Sure. Uh, I'm good. Okay. Well, I, uh, I if you know, we ask you anything that's seems like if I go too long, sometimes I I talk too much. Just uh, tell me, <laughs> shut up. But, yeah. Uh, okay. Dude, you man, you've been <laughs> killing it though this year. Um, you know. I was really, really impressed with your podium speech a couple of weeks ago when you said, ah, I didn't earn it. I want to earn it. Um, you know, you have to be in the race to, to, you have to finish, you know, to get the, the podium or to the win. And you did that. You've been consistent, but I liked what you said. And I think a lot of people really took notice of that. And, um, did you get a lot of response on social media from that? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, you know, just, I just kind of thought on the speed, like, like honestly, you know, like you you can think that you can, like you got the podium, like you earned it, but you can think the way it's like, um, it it is a podium, but you know, there's fast guy in front of me that crashed in last lap, last corner. So, um, I just kind of wanted to say that like I, like I want more for the podium, you know. So yeah. But people liked it, I guess, so it was cool. <laughs> it shows a lot about your character, so I think that was cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just, uh, Joe, I was going to talk to you about your transition from Honda to Kawasaki and going from Geico to Pro Circuit. Um, what what have you thought about the bike, and what have you thought about the team? Um, Bike's good. Like, definitely <laughs> yeah. one of the, like, the best, best. So, like, literally, uh, right away I got comfortable. And you no, know, it's fast too. And uh, team, team is really awesome too. I actually like it better because, uh, you know, when you, well, w- when I was with Geico, uh, each race you finish, and if you're doing bad or good, uh, uh, they said like, you know, just let's try to do better next weekend and leave. Instead of that, with PC, when I finish the races. Uh, the whole team literally watched the videos together and like we try to give some ideas and what to fix for next races. And we, I feel like I, it's like, it's more of a more teamwork than what I had in with the the other team. So it's nice. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I I hadn't heard that before. Um, Last year you were the 2000 or the 250 supercross rookie of the year. But yep. what what did you learn last year? I'm sure you learned a lot of things, but what was the biggest surprise that you learned from last year that has helped you this year? Um, first of all, just kind of getting used to the, the, the program where you go uh, learn the track fast in eight minutes and you have a two 15-minute time qualifier. Mm-hmm. He raced the main event and... Um, First, like I learned a lot about um, what well, track is like. Track's pretty hard in the uh, practice track, but 
what I learned a lot was the you kind of built your day. It's like, uh, let's say you start um, or the free practice. Mm-hmm. Make sure, make sure that you jump everything. <laughs> like, okay, sure. that that was my first thing, and then for time qualifier, okay. Uh, this was last year. Like, I was trying to get um, max two seconds from the top guys, which I did. Didn't kind of do it, but that was my goal, and uh, that kind of builds your confidence too. So, for the heat race, I'm pretty ready if I under two seconds. And main event, you just kind of fight for whatever the position you're in. And, but uh, yeah, that's that's the the biggest thing I learned last year. Okay. Um, so I kind of staying with the team thing a little bit. So Mitch is obviously in like an icon and you know, his, he's kind of got one of those intimidating presences. What was your first reaction? And like the, what was the biggest thing that you noticed about Mitch and, and also what is the biggest thing that, that you've learned from him and how did, and change your, your, either your riding style or just how you approach racing? Um, I only been, with him on a couple of races, but no, I definitely learned a lot. Like, um, like, like how, like how mostly, serious he is or anything like that. No, for sure. He's all, he's all in and I'm all, all in too. So it's like, uh, anything that we saw like in a video or, uh, by him watching other writers, he tells me everything. Like, even it's like the small thing, like, maybe you don't really have to care about. He just tells me straight. Yeah. He, he's definitely the history with him. The stories we hear is he used to be really, really blunt. Like he would be pretty hard on his riders. It sounds like he softened up a little bit, but so full of knowledge. Um, yeah. So it has to be a benefit to have him in your, on your team and in your corner. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It helps me a lot. Hey, I want to ask you about <clears throat> Saturday night. That section where you jumped onto the tabletop right before where you crashed. Um, yeah. Dude, you were so insanely fast. Like every time, do you do you know the, the video game Excite Bike? Uh, yeah, the okay. old, old one, right? Yes, yes. Old. So there used to be these little like arrows that you yeah. would land on and it turbo. would give you like a turbo boost. That's what it okay. looked like uh, every time you land on that tabletop. That was like, unreal. On the He-Race? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, don't, I was kind of feeling it. Yeah, on that race, like, <laughs> like myself, I was really comfortable, and I don't know. I just was feeling it, and uh, just made a pass, but all, went off the track. So, <laughs> well, it was it was really, really an exciting few seconds. But every lap they yeah. sh- they showed you, I was just so yeah. impressed. Like, it was obvious you were on your game that night. Uh, and that was a really technical track, it seemed like, from watching it. Oh, for sure. It was so ruddy, like, yeah, kind of sketchy, I would say. Do you like really technical tracks like that, or do you like more of a hard-packed, fast track? No, I am I like to have it, like, really rough and technical. I don't understand that at all. I'm old, by the way, Joe. I'm 45, so uh, I like the track like first thing in the morning for about 30 minutes, and then, yeah, it's too rough. Yeah, I want a highway. Uh, okay. <laughs> like a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> to me, like, uh, we we work on so much technique, like mm-hmm. jumping whoops or 
like dealing with the rut and stuff. So I like to have the track like tight, rough, and um, like sharp, steep jump. And you know, you have to be precise. And yeah. That, that's the kind of the track I like. Well, you, you're getting that in Supercross. That's definitely way outside my skill level. Um, <laughs> so with this, each race getting a little better, Going, we've got yep. one more race before the break. Um, are you looking forward to this break? Is that something that you're, you're looking forward to to take some time to test or just even just to relax? Um, yeah, I just depends on how I finish on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always want to, like, like you're strong. you don't feel satisfied if you're doing bad and resting. So. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, hey, I want to step yeah. back a little bit to your childhood. Um, I hope I say this right. You were born in Shizuka, Japan? Yeah. What was the sport of motocross like there? Like, is it something that's fairly popular? How did you discover it? Uh, you know, is it a big city? Is it hard to find places to ride? Give us a little bit of that history because obviously we're unfamiliar. Okay, so, yeah, so I live in Shizuka. And, uh, the place where I live is kind of – well, we have like a – uh, Formula One track. Uh, I think that's what's famous in in my place. Right. And like the, all the motorsports guys, kind of live there. So okay. But I I honestly like I didn't start motocross because my dad is the one to push me into the motocross, and uh, that's how we started and stuff. So I guess I guess pretty pretty famous in my place. Really, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, is, but is it very popular? Like, are there a lot of kids that ride motocross and you, or do you have to travel a long way to get to tracks? Um, no, not, not like United States. Okay. Yeah. It's so less it's, people. So it's difficult probably to go find places to race and, and challenges. Yeah. What, as you started progressing in Japan, like how do, how do people, start to see who you are and and sponsors start to pick you up and then how do you make your way to the United States? Um so in my case I was uh I actually came to United States for ten days. Okay. That that was my first trip and I um I raced one of the races it was a gold cup and um after that I go back to Japan and we're kind of thinking about coming back here again. And the second time I came here, it was three months. So it was kind of a like long, uh, uh, long time. And um, since we started to came to the United States, we kind of just like uh, was thinking to to compete here instead of Japan. And now I live here. So yeah, right. That's yeah. cool though. I, yeah, you had to. It had to be. Like that takes a lot of guts to to make that decision, and your family has to support it. That's really cool. It's impressive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> so one of our fans kind of wanted to know, uh, elaborating on that, what what was it like adjusting to the American culture, and like, maybe one of the things that stood out to you the most when you first when you first got here? Hamburgers. I, I just I just think to American culture, like getting used to the. Yeah, the, yeah, he's just want to know how you adjusted to it and maybe one of the things that you that stood out like, to you. Like just in general, like yes. not yeah. Yeah, yeah, just in general. Um, uh it's, it's it's pretty difficult for me <laughs> because you know, I 
<laughs> I came here, and my mom put me into the school, like public school. Oh wow! Okay, and yeah, I couldn't say nothing because I had, I couldn't speak at all. So I, I'll go to the school and try to make the friends or whatever, and I don't even know what the other students saying. I just said yes, 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 and kind of uh, enjoyed it, but. Definitely, like, uh, first, first maybe two years, it was kind of hard to, like, let, just in general, like, let's say you go to a hamburger shop and order a one food. Yeah. We had, so, it was kind of funny, we ordered, like, double cheese hamburger, okay? Okay, and yeah. we go to the, it was in a drive-thru, and come around to the, the, <laughs> the the pay the pay area the register area and uh, um it came out with uh, four um kids meal uh <laughs> I don't know it's like hot dogs oh jeez <laughs> fries bunch of fries and it was it was hard <laughs> yeah there's yeah I can I can't even imagine I've never been in that situation to I really haven't been out of the country but once or twice and where I was I was in Singapore and they they spoke English so I didn't have to deal with yeah. that. It's got to be real scary, man, but um Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you so you're you're pretty tight with Jet, right? Yeah, we're pretty good, pretty good friends. Yeah, so I've seen him texting you on the press conferences and whatnot or during the press yeah. conference and he he has the nickname Sushi for you. Um yeah. Look, look, a lot of Americans right now are very, very politically correct. I'm sure you know this, right? Everything hurts people's feelings. So I was seeing in some of the chat rooms that everybody's like, oh, he can't call him that. That's, you know, that's disrespectful or whatever. Please set the record straight that, I mean, how do you feel about the nickname Sushi? Oh, I, I like it. It's been it's been my like right. nickname. For a long time. For a long time, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what I thought, but people bring it up every time I see it, like on the press conference, you know, where the, the comments or whatever, or on Twitter, yeah. people are complaining and, you know, oh, Jet shouldn't say that. And I don't know. It's so silly, but it's, no, a, it's to me, it's all, all cool. Like we're, we're friends. And yeah. Even if, we, if we're not friends, the, the sushi is my nickname, nickname. So I'm, I'm all cool. <laughs> right on. Perfect. Yeah. You need to, Jet eats a donut on the podium. You need to eat some sushi on the podium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh, so kind of going off of that, you know, what I noticed when you, you know, you got your second place, which congratulations on that. That was awesome to see. Um, Thank you. You had your little fist pump. And I know you're excited. And then it, was awesome. five or six guys came up to you and and was congratulating you, including Jet and a couple other guys. It was really cool to see your camaraderie with them and how important has that been to you, you know, because, you know, being an outside guy coming in, how important was that to you and how much do you enjoy the other guys? Um... Like, uh, I I think it's it's cool because it's uh, um, to do that it's kind of it's kind of like a good good sportsmanship. Yep. Like, even if you lose or even if you win, you still say good job. That was a good race to the other guys. But um, uh, sometimes maybe if you are, you know, like, let's say if you're competing for a championship, like really really tight and i don't know 
I don't know if people are going to still do it like that. I would do it, but I don't know about that one. I think most of those guys will. Um, I think, you know, like guys like Christian Craig and then Jet, they're, yeah. they're, they're really good guys. Unless you guys, you know, like last year with Christian and Dylan, when Dylan yeah. took him out, that's when the bad blood starts. But yeah, you seem like a really, really nice guy, um, really respectful. So yeah. I, I think you're going to be just fine. I think a lot of the riders, it's going to be like, like Kenny Roxon, where it's almost impossible to not like the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to ask you about the fans because fans here can be very brutal also, especially if you're French. But have you have you got anything negative from fans? Anybody being disrespectful? Um, not not too much. Good. Like, you, yes, you get maybe sometime, but I, I I don't care. Like, yeah, right, perfect. Like, it's not like you know, if you're acting cocky or whatever, and people say something, it makes sense. And if you're like, I don't know, just doing the normal thing and. Uh, worked hard and uh, people say say something and that's like you know like it's a little bit like get you like pissed like not pissed off but get you mad a little bit but yeah fired up i kind of go through it you know people are gonna say something for sure it's like you go out there racing i believe that like maybe 70 percent of the people will want you like want you to succeed but maybe there's like um zero to 20 or 10 percent of people might hate you so but i don't i don't really care perfect man i love that i love that okay so we we just have one more request from one of our fans we they want they want to hear you say something in in japanese so maybe it's like say your name and that you say say scotty's an idiot (laughs) yeah say yeah say that okay uh scotty Perfect. Perfect. Yep. And that's the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If our our other guy, we have another guy that does a show with us, TJ, but he's not here tonight. If he was here, I would have had you use him because he is an idiot. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, hey, so my last question for you, outside of racing, um, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Uh, You know, if and if you were to get a win, a win bonus, let's say you win uh, Saturday night and you get a win bonus, like what's something you'd like to spend your money on? Spend money on, or like, yeah. So I want to know what your hobbies are and what's something that you would like oh, to buy. Okay, okay. Um, my hobbies. I was pretty into golf, and now I kind of into uh, because I live in California, and the beaches are so close. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to, like, I bought a skimboard like okay. a month ago, and I'm kind of into that, practicing a little bit, and yeah. If you, if I win. Um, I don't know, man. I would probably spend <laughs> not no plans actually. Okay, hey, that's the opposite of me. Save it. I, yeah, I'd Save probably be it. buying a car. You know, I'd be one of those dummies buying like a fancy car. Like you're, you sound like you're smart with yeah. your money. I don't know. I I like to keep it for right now because I'm yeah. like still like 18, and you know, sure. like, not <laughs> like. It's kind of hard for me to do like uh Yeah, you're like not you're not looking to live like a rock star yet, huh? You're you're, you're smart. Yeah. You're yeah, that's 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 fantastic, <laughs> man. Well, Joe, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I I really appreciate you having some time for us tonight. Um yeah. I I saw you. I was at the Houston races. I saw you inside the tent, you know, but we weren't actually allowed to come talk to you, so that kind of sucked. Okay. But uh, 
But uh, yeah, hopefully one of these days I'll actually get to meet you and shake your hand when things get back to normal. Um, really, really excited to watch you keep racing and thankful that you came on the show tonight. Thank you. All right, Joe. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. See you. All right. Bye. All right, Joe Shimoda. I think that went pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool. He's a good kid. Yeah. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. I think so, man. Like, I like the improvement we've seen from last year. And I think even JT, no, it wasn't JT, it was Kellen. Kellen said he could see him win a championship by 2023 if he continues to progress at the same trajectory. I I think that he was one of those guys that is going to. You know, you see this happen a lot. They, whether the circumstances are what they are, you know, like some guys will win a mud race and then it gives them momentum. I think that second, I think him getting on the box was kind of that that confidence breaker for him. And yeah. I really think that that's kind of like, start. he's going to see he, more of he's it. Gonna, he, he's like, okay, I've done it. Yeah. And then he's, he really seems like one of those kids that will benefit from that confidence boost and it'll kind of just carry him. Like you said, in a year or two, He's the title contender. Well, that was Kellen that said that, so I was just... Well, okay, yeah. well, it's what so you I'm, were just commenting on. I'm stealing Kellen's uh, idea there, but yeah, I think... Oh, that I, one of his hot takes? That was one of his takes, yeah, which I don't think Steve totally bought into that, but, um, dude, like the kid's technical, right? I mean, you can see he's got that rogue, smooth technique. He's smart, kind of like... It seems smart. Seems like a little bit like Moseman where he's thinking things out ahead yeah. of time a little more instead well, probably, of just I've, going for it. I mean, this is... This, I mean, you know, they say about assuming... But I'm assuming that most of the tracks he rode in Japan were really tight. Mm. Really tight. You should ask him that. Yeah. I, I kind of tried to get it in there. He yeah, kind of yeah. talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But I think that that is why he is good at Supercross. And so I think I think any guy in the pros would take being naturally better at Supercross than outdoors. Because outdoors, you can, you know, you can just push, push, push until you're good at that. But it's kind of harder for a lot of guys to do Supercross. So I think that that's going to be a really good benefit for him. Absolutely. Okay, so before we go to break, we did pick a winner um, for the Justin Bogle jersey, and that was Zach Cantrell. I believe was Zach. I believe Zach was the one that won that. Now I don't remember which one was which. That's freaking awesome. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost positive it was Zach. So whichever one was the first one, he, he yeah, he, that he was. Said- but we didn't do that live. We didn't do that on the recording. Which oh, okay. We're still recording, so they didn't hear. We read off. If you guys didn't watch it on YouTube, we read off the emails. We picked a winner. Um, so, yeah. What were you about to say? He said what? He he said something like thanks. So I think you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I almost positive it was it was Zach. Um, so we're gonna get that that jersey out to him. And do we have a winner for the? Or I told Jake I would send him and Jordan the jerky. But do we have a winner for the Tim Tams? That we ate live on YouTube um, a little while so ago. So only, only someone said Pony Pod, which we already said. They already said that. Oh yeah, because you and asked then, you asked for some oh, funny comment about yeah. My so hair. I have uh, what if 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 uh, if your pony could talk, what was the accent? <laughs> okay. Some people it, said it so wouldn't cow. be the same. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same as what I actually have. I think I I get a I get a French vibe. Like oh yeah, I am Dark Side's pony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll keep rolling had, this I thing. I had another one. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, uh, yeah. Let me scroll back up. Yeah, if you guys aren't watching YouTube, you're missing out on pure gold. Oh, and then I had uh, uh, Fabio would be pissed. Oh, yeah. Dude, Fabio. Yeah. So, Fabio, Fabio, I got the same body, too. You just can't tell. So, I guess I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the, I guess, unless anybody, like, okay, let's do this. It's 723. Let's let's do 
Seven more. It's seven thirty. I'm gonna come back and pick. So let's try to come up with a couple well, we'll, more. Uh, let's wait till after Josh Osby because we'll well, have okay. him on then. Yeah. After Josh Osby. So try yeah. to try to throw in a couple more here. I'm gonna remember right. the ones I've already seen. So throw, yeah, throw a couple more and we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right, we're gonna go to our next commercial break and we'll be back with Josh Osby. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw, all the top riders had custom-painted helmets tricked out, and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, Extreme Colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom-painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998, and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you, too, can have a custom-painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Let them know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. All right, up next, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, which have grown into the choice goggle company for many of the top privateers, like Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Fast Freddy Norn, Jacob Hayes, and many more. X Brand Goggles, visit eksbrand.com for all the new goggles, such as the Lucid, uh, and uh, tell them the Dark Side sent you from the Moto X Pod Show. But tonight... Expert Goggles brings us from Phoenix Honda, Mr. Josh Osby. What's up, dude? How are you guys? Doing good. I'm a little off my game tonight, but I say that every week. So it's all good. It's all good. Dude, so it's uh, really cool to get a chance to talk to you, man. Um, how you feeling after uh what, we six races in? How you feeling? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Um, obviously we always want more, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's good. Obviously, it's good to still be in the fight because you know there's a lot of guys that got hurt. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, I know people say the field is a, a little bit weak, which is I guess true. But at the same time, you have to be in it. So exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm. Good. I would say it's weaker than it was, but yeah, you you have to finish. Uh, we were just talking to Joe Shimoda, and I was kind of saying the same thing about him. You know, when he mentioned that he that what that first podium he got really wasn't earned. He said, and I was like, no, dude. You know, you have to you had to be there to the end, and you were, and that's 
you're sixth in points right now, and I mean, you've earned that sixth place, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Like like you said, you got to be in it. Um, you know, I think sometimes it, it can be gifted to you a little bit, but you also have to be there in the position to get it gifted to you. So, yeah. um, you know, it could be on the opposite side of the fence here saying, you know, you're hurt or whatever and not being able to race if those guys aren't getting results. So it is what it is. Everyone has their opinion and viewpoint on it. But, yeah, I'm just happy to be racing, happy to be healthy and, uh, you know, trying to be in the mix a little bit more. How's the, uh, how's the team like in, you know, top 10 in points and the way things have been going? Yeah, it's good. The owner, David Eller, he's, uh, he's been pretty into, you know, the sport for quite a while, but, um, I, I don't really think many people have heard about the team. And I think last year, Kyle Peters kind of put him on the map a little bit mm-hmm. with Supercross results. And then, uh, following it up, I think, um, again, just getting some good TV time this year, we're, you know, making Phoenix a little bit more known. So, He's really happy with it. I think everyone's gelling really well with the team. Like I'm good friends with Kyle and unfortunately Enzo got hurt, but I think everyone just gels really well together and it's been a really fun time. I've, I've really been enjoying it. Good to hear. Yeah. So kind of going off of that has, has your or the team team's expectations now that you're all of a sudden in a, in a battle for fifth and points, have y'all had to change y'all's mindset or is y'all still just, you know, just chugging along? You know, it has changed. You know, when we went into this thing, it was like, let's just start off with top tens. And then from there, we'll build. And as, you know, some people got hurt and we kind of got shuffled in there a little bit. It was like, okay, now let's be like a, you know, top eight guy, top seven guy. And now we're at the point of like, hey, it's time to be a top five guy. We're almost top five in points. So obviously, the goal now is to be top five in points. And I think that's really what, um, you know, my boss, David, wants. And, Obviously, I want that as well. I've never really been in any point situation at all. Like, I've never even been top 10 in points, I don't think. So to be, you know, inching up on top five, um, that's really cool. And, yeah, definitely things are changing. But um, I, I myself don't really like to get caught up in that. I mean, I think that sometimes you can start to overthink that stuff and not really enjoy it. And I just want to enjoy every weekend and, and the process of racing. So, um yeah, I'm just taking it weekend by weekend. I'm trying to get better. Obviously, like, take the points out of it. I, I want to be better. Like, I think that uh, when you start thinking about points so much, you can kind of, like, hold yourself back a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to be mm-hmm. conservative a little bit. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I want to go for it a little bit, I think. <laughs> I haven't really, like, I've always been kind of a guy that just will jump anything and go for whatever. I feel like that's not been me this year. I've just been kind of, like, you know, a little bit reserved in some ways. So why do you think that is? Obviously, uh, I think maturity. Okay. <laughs> as, much as, sure. I, as much as I would love to just go for it and, and do whatever, I think that um, it's good that the position I'm in, obviously, you know, inching up on top five in points is, you know, a big accomplishment for, for me, you know, somebody that's never been in any point situation. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. As much as I want to just <laughs> yeah, go, go for be it. a kid again, sure. it, it's good. I hear you, man. I'm, uh, you know, we're all getting older. Um, is, is being almost top five in points is, does that bring any extra pressure to the team? And is there anything with the team because it is a smaller team, it's not a factory team that you guys are noticing to be at a disadvantage at, you know, whether it be parts or manpower or anything like that week to week. Um, to be honest with you, I I think that when you, yeah, we are a smaller team. We aren't factory supported, but 
if you could come check a you know take a look at the race shop and what uh david eller has really done with the team it's uh, truly incredible one guy has done as much as he has like Thankfully, we are. I mean, I think everyone at some stage is struggling to get parts just because of what the world has going on right now. Sure. You know, it's like not just it's factory guys or us, you know, but um, yeah, we really have a good program. I don't think people really understand because they haven't seen much of the team. But I mean, our I would say it's not as big as what Geico Honda was the race shop, but or, you know, not near as big, but our shop is big. You can put a semi in it. Like it, it, it's a legit setup and um, David has really get, done a good job with it. So I think if people could come see the shop and what operation has going on, I think that they have a different perspective for it and what, uh, what kind of we have going on, which is cool for me. Cause like, you know, you get some of these smaller teams that do struggle to go racing and do struggle to get yeah. parts and um, do struggle with funding. And, and thankfully we're, we're just not in that position. So it's something I'm, yeah very very grateful for good to hear yeah, yeah. It, it it seems like from watching you know obviously roxon's doing very well and then watching jet spike and also there's been a lot of honda guys up in the in the in the points that new 2021 honda seems to me that they have made a lot of improvements especially with the 250f it doesn't seem like y'all are getting beat on horsepower and all that stuff um i don't know if you were on a honda before but how how is the new 2021 and do you think that is making a difference for you guys um, yeah, so I rode a Honda a couple of years ago. I wasn't on it last year, but I do know that from um, last year's engine with just the Phoenix guys alone to this year, they've made, you know, massive strides with power. And and the thing for me was, um, you know, the Yamaha was a little bit bulky for me. I, I didn't mind the bike, but the Honda chassis is just so good. Um, so that's a big thing right there is just being so comfortable on the bike right away. Um and yeah, I mean, the, the powers come to play now, which has been awesome. And I think our, we have a really good bike, which is nice too. Cause you know, that can be another thing that you, you get going against some of these factory mm-hmm. teams and it's like, you know, what, where can you catch them? You know? Yeah. I've always rode four fifties. Just I'm a slow vet rider, but uh, back in November, I think it was my, my uncle just bought a 21 CRF 250. And he's just, yep. you know, he doesn't race or anything. He just bought it to ride around in the woods with his son. But uh, I got to ride that 250. And that's the first time I'd ever rode a 250F. And I'll be honest, Josh, like a month before, I was ready to quit riding. Just I've, I'd lost the interest. Um, the 450 was just kicking my butt when I went out. I'm exhausted all the time. I got on that 250, and it had the most fun just riding on my uncle's property that I've had in years. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really made me want to get a 250. I'm not 100% sold on the Honda yet because Kiefer is trying to talk me into a Yamaha, but I definitely want a 250, I think. I think I'm getting rid of my 450. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people that just riders back home, friends of mine that have had 450s and the same thing. I think that we've progressed so far and the manufacturers have come so far with a dirt bike in general. I mean, the 450s are the fact that the general public can go buy them is pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. insane. I mean, truly I, I, oh, yeah. I can go, I'll, I'll do some outdoors this summer and I will literally go on a bone stock 450. I'll put a pipe on it and suspension. And that's really all you need, which is cool that you can think about. You could go to, to your local dealership, yep. buy a 450 and be competitive in the 450 class, which is 
I think that's made people think, hey, you know, I could go ride a 250, have fun, not be so sore from hanging on to the thing. And, uh, yeah, just, I guess, enjoy riding a little bit more. Absolutely. That's definitely what I'm thinking. Um, All right, let's get back to you, man. Uh, After this weekend, you've got a little bit of a break. Is that something you're looking forward to? Uh, You got big plans or are you just going to test? What's what's the break going to do for you? You know, I wanted to do some uh, 450 East rounds, but I think it's going to work out to where I will be doing um, a couple of the arena cross rounds. Okay. Um, kicker, just, or, just, kicker or Hoosier? Uh, kicker. Okay. Um, kind of go racing with uh, teammate Kyle Peters. Yep. That way it'll allow me to keep racing. Um, and obviously, you know, they're already going to those races. So go be with them and sure. kind of just experience that a little bit because the initial game plan for me this year was um to do arena cross and then west coast supercross and then um it just happened to work out to where i went into east coast first so which is all good i'm I'm really happy how it worked out but yeah so i didn't think just do a little arena cross race and have some fun stay uh behind the gate and uh yeah just yeah essentially have some fun so um and then Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously I'll, I'll still be training, riding and, and doing testing, but really just, just stay behind the gate and, um, keep racing is, I mean, super crucial. Okay. Um, so I got the picture we got of you on, on the the YouTube live is you going over one of those walls and it made me wonder, made me wonder like, what, what do you, it seems like every round has had one of those walls and I guess they're doing it to kind of, I don't know, make the lap times slow the lap times, slow, down. Slow lap yeah. times down, but what what do you think of the walls and then also how crazy were the ruts in Indy? Just kind of talk about those two things a little bit. Um, first off, the walls. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like a big fan of them. I don't know if I'm like, I don't really know how to feel. They're not bad. Obviously, it's an yeah. obstacle. It's it's something that, you know, brings slows the track down and also takes the danger factor out of it a lot. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I <laughs> it just seems uncomfortable. I don't really know what. Yeah, it's it's something that can make the track quite awkward. Yeah, I was, um, that's the word I was going to use. Yeah, awkward. Yeah, so it's it's okay. It works out all right, but it's I think it's something we can go away from. But it's something I guess I don't mind. It's it's okay. Um, and then the ruts. Um, sorry, I don't have a good comment. <laughs> I don't. I it's the first time you guys have brought up the walls. The first time I've actually really thought about the wall. <laughs> um, I was just looking at so the picture. Actually, no worries. Yeah. Yeah. No. So at club MX, uh, they actually built the Indy three track there. So we had a replica track and there was a wall and, uh, I, I guess I just got so used to burning laps, hitting the wall that it's just to the norm to me now, but it's definitely, when you think about it, it's like there's as a fan watching, there's not much fun when you, you know, when you see a wall, you know, so it is what it is, well, but it's, it, it's fun when you see like when James Stewart launched the thing at Daytona years ago. Yeah. 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 And, and that's another thing I was going to say, I guess it all depends where it is on the track, right. the track position. So yeah, could be cool. Could be just whatever, but, um, and then Indy ruts, it was a different Indy this year. You know, when we cleaned our stuff after, I think there was a little bit of lime in from maybe the year before one of the years. Um, and the first indie got pretty rutted. It was like kind of typical indie, but not super bad. And then all of them after that, it seemed to get harder and harder, which mm. obviously the dirt sitting in the stadium and then, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, well, yeah. And well, the line being in there and then 
the airflow. I think when you have all the airflow circulating in and out, I think that really dries out the track a lot more than we think. Um, and I think since it was inside drying out and then them, you know, constantly moving the dirt, dirt around, building the new tracks, it really didn't shape up like normal indie. Like you would, I thought we were going to have three gnarly rutted rounds, but yeah, really the first one was like a normal indie, maybe not even as bad. And then after that, it was just, you know, pretty typical supercross, nothing crazy. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, we got a couple uh, guys listening they're in our YouTube right now that do a podcast over in Australia. Uh, it's called yep. the Moto Limited Show. And in 2019, you were the runner-up, correct, in the SX2 at, at the Oz X? Uh, yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Do you how, how was that going over there in Australia? Do you like those off-season races, making a little money, seeing the world? I mean, I'm sure that's a blast for a guy like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That, like, man, that is one of the best things I've ever done. Um, just going to Australia, I absolutely love it. Would move there in a heartbeat. Um, and it's like the perfect off season. Like I'm saying, I'm going to go do some Marine across the state racing, yeah. but that is like, how, what better can you get racing a super good riders and be literally racing a whole off season series. Yeah. Um, right on. and then coming into Supercross just so ready to go racing, which I think has helped me, um, under some fortune, we didn't go get to go back there this year, but yeah, uh, to, <laughs> two thumbs up, 10 out of 10 for me. I, I absolutely love it there. Well, I, uh, if you don't mind, I may pass your uh, info along to those guys because they're doing like yeah, absolutely. they would love to talk to you. Um, but, um, yeah, and they told me I think they're they're working on a schedule for this year's OzX um, series. So there's a possibility I, I may try to go over there for some of that. That I've never you been. absolutely love it. Oh, Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, I just I, – I, I don't know how the story's going to go when I tell my chick I'm going by myself. Um, you know, because I can't afford to take us both. And she might that might not go so well. But anyway, you got yeah, one, you got one uh, more, Scotty? It, oh, um, yes. Yeah, sorry, so, Josh. I didn't so mean to interrupt you. You kind, you kind of briefly – you kind of briefly mentioned it. Um, so is, is that your plan is to ride 450s in the outdoors or does – would a top if you did go ahead and get the top five, would that kind of change what options you had and kind of you know where do you stand on outdoors and then your future with with the team? Yeah, so I don't think really you know top, I don't think top five changes anything for me. Okay, um, I'm I'm really happy with where I'm at and and um, you know the team owner David is all cool with me doing whatever I want to do this summer and that I already said I want to do outdoors to him and he was all cool with that so. Um, I don't think it'll be very many rounds, but I'll definitely go do a couple rounds. And I think you could see me doing some, some crazy stuff this summer. Like I want to go do it. He has a GNCC team. Um, so I definitely would be, yeah, he's got like quite a few different things. Um, so I want to go do a GNCC. I would, I know this sounds crazy, but I want to go race one of the, he has a quad team. I would love to go around a quad. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to do some things this summer that I've always wanted to do. And now I have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Um, not that every year I'm thinking about going to race a quad, but it's, <laughs> I have a lot of, that's actually what I started on. And okay. I have a lot of respect for those guys. And, Man. uh, yeah, I, okay. I, I really think it'd be fun. So I, I, th- I think this summer you could see me doing a lot of different things. I'm so glad our producer is not here right now, TJ, cause he came from quads and dude, come on, we, we give him so much grief. 
Have, so, have you he, ever jumped? Have you ever jumped a quad? It is me? no him. It, it's well, he said he came from. Oh, you okay? Yeah. So yeah, I thought you were asking. Yeah, me. no, no, I but I know. I I know what you're saying. Quads can be that is like the one thing is jumping them. Yeah. You're not just leaving the. I mean, when you think about a dirt bike, you can endo or air wheelie, really, whatever you want to call it, just from having two wheels. But when you have four wheels, you have a lot of directions you yeah. can go. I'm out. So, yeah, but I don't know, man. It's I grew up on them. I, I left that pretty quick to go ride dirt bikes just because I fell in love with dirt bikes. But, uh, I mean, to go ride with, I mean, Joel Hetrick being one of the best in the world, um, if not the best in the world, like, I think it'd be so much fun. I've already been talking to him about coming to ride with him. So, I think it'd be fun, man. What, what better like opportunity it. is to go back to something I grew up doing and with the best in the world? Yeah. So, I think it'd be fun. No, that sounds like good plans, man. It sounds like you're, you're enjoying – life man just racing and having fun and uh i think that's really what it, it's all about dude and it's uh it's been a pleasure getting a chance to talk to you tonight a little bit yeah no thank you guys for having me on i appreciate it a lot like you said i'm just having fun enjoying life taking it as it comes so awesome. hopefully we'll wrap this thing up with top five and points and go in to have some fun and outdoors and hopefully you guys will be able to see me do some wild stuff this summer yeah we'll be following your social media and keeping track and uh Maybe see you at a couple other races. I think the only one we're going to for the rest of the year is Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe some outdoors will come to and we'll get a chance to talk to you again. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. Thank you guys very much for having me on. I appreciate it. And we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. All right, Josh. Take care, bud. Thank you. All right. See ya. All right. That's Josh Osby. Cool, man. You know, going to go race some quads. Maybe TJ won't listen to this. <laughs> Are we about to get him on? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to know about that. He hasn't commented yet, so maybe he's not paying attention. Yeah, I just texted him. Okay, so, okay, so if he's if he's going to come on, what I want to do is I want to go back and take three of the hair comments and then let him pick one. Okay. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's we can do that. So that's how we're going to pick our Tim Tam winner. Yeah, so. We have our jerky winner. Um, we have our Bogle jersey winner. And we're t- I'm giving everybody one more week for the Fly Spark Down jacket. Which was, uh, shit, how do we do that? What did we decide on that? See, I can't keep track of any of this crap, man. You got, a, you got, a, you got sticky notes, man. We need sticky notes. God, I need some sticky notes. What is, oh, that was for, yeah, you just had the email, motoxpodshow at gmail.com and tell me what my favorite jerky flavor was. And there's actually two that you can pick from because they're both pretty equal at this point. So I'll take, I'll, I'll accept either answer. Um. Okay, let's take uh, our last commercial break. We'll get TJ on. We're going to come back with the Blood Lubricants Cross-Rutted segment. Be right back. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait, what what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W E R X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod Show for 2021. 
What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entertown. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo Senya. Okay, guys, we are back once again, and we've got our uh, our third co-host, DJ TJ, who is out in West Texas on the line. What's up, TJ? What's up, guys? Not much. Having a, a fairly decent show so far. Uh, this is we're, We got you back on to do the Blood Lubricants Cross-Rutted segment. But yeah. We're also doing a – we got our care package in from Australia with our Tim Tams. Um, you were not here for the taste test, and you have – So good forfeited your right to the third package because there are three Ooh. packages you're not here dude so oh are they good they're not, obviously not going to go bad well we have decided that we're giving your package away to a listener on youtube because you're not here absolutely not whoever that <laughs> listener is i hate them okay the, the reality you, rea- you get to choose yeah the reality <laughs> is i'm giving my package away no that's nobody fine. nobody I wants no your package I have no problem with that. If they want to give up package, that is awesome. No. Um, I, I do need to be there more. I, actually, it looks like um, when I go on days off, hopefully, which will be around the 17th, I'm going to get actually two weeks off. So Okay. Well, that's cool. We're probably not doing shows. <laughs> no shows. No shows <laughs> and if we did a show, Scott's still going to show up late anyway. So True, true. And it's going to show up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, so we are actually giving my package of Tim Tams away because I have more in the refrigerator from Moose already. Um, awesome. Yeah, so what Scotty did was ask people on YouTube in the YouTube chat to make their funniest comment about my pony being cut or whatever. I don't know. Um, he's got a couple that he wants you to pick from, and that person, whoever that person's, whoever awesome. we pick is going to get my package. Okay, so awesome. I, I went ahead and did four of them. Okay. So the, the first one was, does, Bar- does Darkside's Pony have a prenup? Um, <laughs> then, then the second one was, the show should be changed to the man bun pod. And, yeah. And then uh, and then one, somebody said that he looks like a hipster from Portland. He just needs the flannel in the in the boots. And then uh, <laughs> the last one is, um, if what would, what would Darkside's Pony's uh, accent be? Because what what accent would it have? Well, it was. It, I mean, 
it came from Texas. So, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It was grown in Texas and everything. Howdy. And so, yeah, exactly. But I, I've no. got to pick. If I, if I, am I picking? Yeah, you're picking. Which one of those? It's the you prenup. Think? Okay, it's 100% the prenup. Right. That, is, that is so original. All right, so whoever that person uh, was. Look, i got to go back and figure out who it was. But I, if, yeah, whoever that person was, email us at motoxpodshow at gmail.com. It, it was actually a lot Garrett. of background. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. A lot of background noise there, TJ. Yeah, I was just I was closing the door. I had yeah. a guy walk in in the office, so I just no closed the door. So no worries. Like that. And what's funny is he didn't even know that it was a contest. He just oh. thought we were all making fun of your hair. Oh. Well, now Garrett doesn't get the package. <laughs> so, all right. So I had two uh, topics for the cross-runded segment. We let the listeners pick, and they went with borrowing stuff from a buddy. The oh. so. What are your thoughts on this, right? We we all have the buddy, or maybe you are the buddy, that borrows your stuff and then never brings it back. And you know what? Like, what are your thoughts on that? How do you handle that? Um, because I've had lots of things. Like, I I end up forgetting when I loan stuff to people, and I'm like, where'd that thing go? What's I have a really simple way to fix any of that problem. Don't loan. Your I stuff. never I never loan anything, money or whatever, to anybody that I wouldn't like give them if that makes uh, sense. Like, okay. Yeah. So if I'm going to loan something to somebody, I want it back. You know, and I really do. But if I loan it to you, most of the time, it's going to be one of those things. If I don't get it back, then I just have to chalk it up to, I gave it to you. So certain like, so if somebody wanted to borrow a tool I, and I would have to be willing to say, I would give them that tool if they needed it. I really wish I had known this you know, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> because you, that? you loaned me your truck to go to WW Ranch, and if I had known that, no. I would have skipped it. <laughs> no, that's my wife. My wife loaned you that truck. That's uh, her stuff. Yeah, she's protected with her stuff. Oh, well, damn. Uh, yeah, she grew because, up in a very poor house, so well, Scotty, she's like very protected. What's your thoughts on that? Because I, I I got more to say, but go ahead. Um, well, I'm kind of the I'm the I'm the king of not necessarily the, of getting of borrowing things, but. A lot of the cool stuff I have is like hand-me-downs from my friends. That I almost spit my drink out because I thought you were going to say a lot of the stuff I have is stuff I never gave back. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, a lot of the stuff I have, like my gear bag that you made fun of me for, a couple of stands that I have, stuff that it was just just given to me because they don't yeah. want it anymore. And so, like, that's a lot that's of the borrowing, though. Yeah, I know. But as as far as as yeah, as far as borrowing goes, like, there should be. Like a, a time, like if I would give you something to use, like you should bring it back within uh, within a week. Like okay, a week. That's I, that's my thing, dude. TJ, like I'm pretty big generally on like I'll borrow a tool or I'll borrow something from somebody and I try to get it back to him like immediately. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's times I forgot and I'm not perfect. No, no. The question is, say nope. say I let you borrow something and then you're not bringing it back. Mm-hmm. And I and then I start blowing you up about it. Am I in the wrong or are you in the wrong? Hell no, I'm in the wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the borrower. But like blown, but the like blown the you, just blown you up, just like uh, eccentric about it. But like, where's my, where's my, where's my, where's well, my? Well, I mean, that depends. Like you should ask once first. I, hey, dude, I mean, you... you're kind of a douche if you do it too yeah. much like that. I guess. I mean, it depends on what it is. I mean, well, like, 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 like. Okay, when I think of what I would give somebody, it, I guess that I guess there's a limit to that because obviously I wouldn't give somebody my truck. But but you needed it, and I'll let you use my truck, or I'll let people borrow, you know, borrow, I guess, or use my dirt bike, kind of a deal. But I guess I look at it more of smaller things because, yeah, something big that that maybe 
you know, a completely different answer. I got you. Well, just in general, I think it's, it's more on the borrower to be the, do the right thing. Your buddy just uh-huh. took care of you. He was like, he did the right thing. He was cool. He'd let you borrow something or she, you need to get it back to him. The borrow, the borrowee should not the, have to ask the, the borrower. Loaner? The loaner should not yeah. have to be like, dude, where is my stuff? That's ridiculous. That's, that, that's just disrespectful. It it's, it's poor etiquette. It's, it's a, you're a crappy friend and you suck. Yeah. I think you're right. And I most of the time just forget that I've loaned people stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've done that and then I look for it and I, I can't figure out where the hell the last place was I had it. Cause I, I, exactly. know, I know I loaned it to somebody and then that irritates me because whoever I loaned it to should have brought it back. Like why, why <laughs> am I having to worry about this? I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. So I okay, got, we got an interesting one. Okay. This, and this could, TJ is probably like, say it's like a truck or something. Um, what about when your buddy borrows something, then goes out and makes money with it, and then doesn't give you any cut of that money? Do you, are you entitled? So say like somebody goes and uses Ooh. your eighteen wheeler to make a to make a load, to you, and doesn't give you any money from that. I think I, I think it depends on. I mean, uh, okay. I think it depends because like if it if it's a tool or something like that to use to make money. Uh, I mean, it's, okay. Here's a question for you, Scotty. If you like, like your buddy needs to borrow your vehicle to get to work for some reason, like, like you're not working today. Hey, can I borrow your car? I got to go to work. He's making money with your vehicle. It's the same thing. Uh, I guess. I, I, I think it's situation. What I'm trying to say is, it's, I think that's situational. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree because I was thinking, like, if I loan you my chainsaw to go make some money cutting down trees, I don't need a cut of it. Yeah. If I have, like, if I'm in the trucking business, like. You are yeah. TJ or our buddy, you know, JT Cooley and Mark Muscle Mark, and they loan you, TJ, a truck to drive because say yours is down. Then I, I think, give them a cut. Yeah, I think you should give them a cut in, in that, that situation. Yeah. You know, and maybe yeah. they're cool and they're like, nah, don't worry about it, but at least pay the expenses of the truck. But yeah, I, th- I do think it's situational in that. Um, yeah. You know, um, Baloo said, never borrow your best friend's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that depends. and then someone else, Garrett said, if you borrow my wife, there's no return policy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm about to say it depends if you want to give it to him or yeah. not. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this is like one of the most boring cross-roaded things ever. I think we all just agree. Hmm. Well, I don't. Agree what about with when you. it comes to money? Money is that that that's a hundred percent where I would never loan somebody more money than I would give them. And I've done that with family members yeah. and, and anybody who's listening that that's, that's family that knows me or whatever, that they know I've been borrowed money. Someone comes up going, Hey, I need $5,000 or some number. I'd be like, well, I wouldn't give you $5,000, but I'll, here's, I would give you 500 bucks if you needed it. So here and pay me if you can, but I would never, ever, ever, ever loan anybody more money than I could that I would give them. Well, you know my PayPal, so loan me five hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't give you five hundred, so you wouldn't. Nah, damn, you're not family. All right, I think enough. I think I mean I gave you enough money to get Wendy's the other day. See, me, me and my <laughs> friends, we're kind of all we're kind of all of like on like a it's like a like a, a seesaw. Like I you buy me a beer and then I buy you lunch and then yeah, you yeah. have cash on you or something. Like we just kind of. It just kind of is a balance, and it kind of goes back and forth. And we, yeah. we don't really, like, bring it up, but it, we're all pretty good about making sure that that balance is Well, lovely. if you borrow something, a vacuum, a 
leaf blower, a wrench. That's funny you say vacuum because uh, bring it back because someone said that they had a vacuum for uh, they borrowed a vacuum and realized that they just now had it for two years and forgot that they didn't give it back. <laughs> See the blood lubricants cross rutted segments saving friendships. Maybe that's right. I want to be there whenever they bring it back. That's going to be the funny part. Yeah. yeah. Right. But hey, blood lubricant oil lines were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Blood lubricants has many lines of oil as well as chain lube, degreaser, polyclean, and more. Uh, I have the blood lubricant oil here that I'm supposed to send off any day now for our winner from like two weeks ago. I'll get it done. Um, and Jeff is sending some more stickers to give away and a awesome. few other things to give out. But thanks to blood lubricants for sponsoring the cross rutted segment. Um, well, hey, we just I'd had- like to say this real quick about yep. blood lubricants. I just tore down Doc's race bike after um, 22 hours on the piston, and we've run blood lubricants through it. It still had some. Uh, they still had the the Teflon on the side of the piston. Like it, like the piston, you could tell it had a little bit of wear to it. But I'm just mm-hmm. every time I, blo- I break a motor apart that's had blood lubricant in it from the fact from its like we started or we built it or whatever, I am blown away every time just how pristine the inside of the motor is, how low the carbon buildup on the piston is. I mean, just like I said, I I just want to give a little bit of testimonial how unbelievably good this oil is. Oh, absolutely. And use promo code MOTOX to save. Uh, Jeff said some of you guys have been buying some stuff. We're going to do a contest with that too pretty soon. Um, it, it, It means a lot for us when you guys support our sponsors and use our codes including the R-Jerky code, ERJerky.com. Um, we're giving some of that away tonight, TJ. So lots of cool, yeah. lots of cool stuff. Um, just so don't, you, don't, eat, don't eat my ver- – if they send some for me to try, you can't eat it either. They didn't. They they actually just sent – well, they sent me a care package, RJ. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I – What a dick. Well, hey, it, did you, was it good, Scotty? Did you, did you yeah, try I got, I got to try some of the Western I, one. It's, I gave him a little quality jerky. It was a, it was a taste. It was a taste. I've yeah. seen yeah, bigger samples in the little slide-out things at Brookshire's, but it was still good. <laughs> hey, I ate almost the whole bag last yeah, it, night. it was the scraps. Washing pulps. That, that, that's dark side. Everybody thinks he's such a, like, cool guy. This No, they don't have to deal with him on, on this kind of oh, stuff. I, I am a nice guy, but I definitely am not good at sharing. There is no doubt. <laughs> well, depends on what it is, but my, my snacks, I'm terrible. I'm sure I've said it on here before. Like, I have my own cabinet in the, the house. I don't want the kids in it. That's my snacks. Special Oreos. Yeah, oh, dude. And I think, here's how nice of a guy I am. Right? We've heard the story, right? I had, like, 20-something boxes of my white fudge covered Oreos that are supposed to last me until next, like October when they come out again, I'm going to mm-hmm. send one of those boxes to the boys at the Moto limited show because they sent us Tim Tams. I'm going to give oh, okay. up one of my boxes of my favorite cookie on in the world of the special Oreos. Yep. They're going to get, they're going to get a box of them. Said, look, look, he's going to send that across the world, but he wouldn't even give us some free beef jerky. Well, I didn't say the box was going to have anything in it. <laughs> and uh yeah well we're good i'll get you guys some, awesome. we'll get some more jerky and i'm giving these away to the listeners but we'll get some more sounds good but no i definitely like i said earlier this isn't barney caring isn't sharing sharing isn't caring whatever the stupid whatever you know what that's saying purple was. dinosaur yeah. yeah sharing is not caring <laughs> i care about you guys a little bit but i care about my snacks way more all right all right we're gonna call it a show thanks tj all right brother see ya
All right, boys and girls. Uh, hopefully, uh, it wasn't too out there this week. Uh, I want to thank all of our sponsors again: Cherby's USA, X Brand Goggles, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, R Jerky, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, and Williams Moto Works. Um, guys, if you want something tonight. Send me a, a message on at MotoXPodShow at gmail.com with the address. That's we did you figure out the winner of the Tim Tams for the hair yeah, thing? Yeah, it was it was Garrett. Garrett. Oh, that's right, Garrett Rockley. Okay, we'll get Garrett his Tim Tams. And other than that, it's right, right here, guys. See ya.